Hello there, and welcome back to Miss Me Alive, the podcast where I talk about all things hospitality and lifestyle and sprinkle a few current events and things that I want to talk about in addition to that in between. Now, as always, got to handle some business. Um, Make sure that you're on my, you go to my website because, um, and click the different pages because I am definitely looking for vendors for the upcoming fall and winter season. And that includes videographers, photographers, caterers, um, personal chefs, makeup artists, hair, anything event related. Please click that contact button into your information and just tell me a little bit about what you do, who you are, maybe give me your website so I can add you to my vendor list and keep you informed anytime I need whatever it is that you offer. While you're over there, I um, added some new things to my store. Well, I'm always doing that, as you know, and everything is based on availability. Most of that stuff has limited availability and sells out pretty quickly. But I am happy to say that I, in addition to now being your Avon lady again, I am also a, um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of it, a brand ambassador for Gold Canyon Candles. So get you some candles from my website. Get you some. The links are right there. Um, you can scroll down to the bottom of the page and see all of my brand partners. I have, par- I have partnerships with... Um, some local companies, some worldwide companies. You know, I don't. I was going to say like Walmart, but I don't know if Walmart is worldwide so much as nationwide. But anyways, you get the gist. All of that information is at the bottom of the page there, so make sure you um, go ahead and take a look at that. And while you're there, you can always check out my upcoming events. I have. I just did the um, summer virtual networking event um which was really fun and if you haven't attended one of my events yet especially the virtual networking basically all that it really is is we meet on google meet i keep i limit the amount of attendance to only 15 because that's about how many we can fit in about an hour's time span everybody gets about three minutes to do their little personal commercial and then when we're done I send an email to everybody with the contact information websites and all of that fun stuff for all of everybody that just attended so I apologize I'm using a new lapel mic and it's a bluetooth situation so this is going to be my first time recording with it I hope that it turns out all right because you know I don't do any after recording editing or anything like that that's why i'm called it's called miss me alive because as soon as i'm done recording i publish and boom we're done um so please let me know if the sound quality is off you don't like it you want me to go back to the old way i was recording you want me to get a new mic let me know let your girl know i'm down i I love to get that feedback right sorry about that i had to take a drink um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about some unique wedding ideas. Now, obviously there are hundreds of them, you know, and you can keep counting, you know, I want to share maybe three or four, probably four fun things that I did over the summer. And most of these ideas just came out of the blue because of 
me working with the couples and learning who they are and learning, you know, a little bit about them. It's usually when I, what I do in the free consultation, I, you know, I, I meet with my couples virtually, get to know them because you want to see if you're going to be a good fit, right? And during those times, I can kind of get to understand them and really know who they are or, you know, whatever the case may be, what their likes are, etc. And my first idea came from a couple during the ceremony or during the ceremony, excuse me, during the free consultation, they both were eating one of these. And I was like, wow, that's like, you know, they had the bougie bread, I call it, you know, the all natural ingredients. And that was really their thing. Um, and so as I continued, and I'll fill you in about what, it, what they were eating in a minute. But as I continued with the consultation, I was like, oh man, I have a great idea because they wanted to do a unity ceremony during their wedding ceremony. And for those of you that have never been to a wedding, when they do a, a, a unity ceremony in there during the ceremony or whatever the case may be, basically what it is, is a way to join the two together, right? So you have, um, usually it's like the traditional way. I, I don't even want to say traditional way, but usually it's like, you know, somebody will, um, have the two little vials of sand or, you know, whatever that, and usually the sand or whatever it is matches the theme of their wedding. And then you have the bride and the groom poured into one vase and they're two becoming one type thing. I had the idea because I was on the consultation with these, with my couple and it was clear we were going to be working together and they were both cracking me up because they both were eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And apparently that was their thing. They both loved it. You know, they do, like I said, the gourmet bread, like these are high end. It's not just, you know, your Jif and whatever your, your, your Concord grape, your Welch's grape jelly. They had top of the line stuff, you know, some peanut butter I had never even heard of because she actually went and got the, the jar of peanut butter, um, you know, jellies from Knott's Berry Farm and different places that they had been to on their vacations. And they just loved peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So instead of doing something traditional or AKA boring, I was like, why not do a peanut butter and jelly unity, make a sandwich. So no joke, you guys, we had the jar of peanut butter, the jar of jelly, the bride spread the jelly, the groom spread the peanut butter onto some bougie bread. And then they put it all together and made a sandwich. And then I was able to add a little thing on uh, cherry on top. And I talked to a friend of mine who made them cake toppers. One was a, a, a slice of bread with jelly on it. The other one was a slice of peanut butter or a slice of bread with peanut butter on it. And that was their cake toppers. And it was so cute, so unique. They loved it. Their guests love it. It was a huge, huge hit. And people were like, I want to do this even, th even though I don't really care for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and stuff like that. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a, a success. So if you're going to do a unity ceremony, think out of the box, think about something that, you know, both you and your partner love and see how you can join those two together instead of doing the traditional, you know, sand. My next idea came from oh, the many, many times I've had weddings where people are getting married and the bride has a daughter or a son and the groom has a daughter, vice versa, or whatever. They both have young kids. And, um, they, 
I had one couple who I'm planning their event and or their wedding and it's like every single time we meet, I can hear the kids in the background yelling and arguing and just not liking one another, not liking their soon to be step parents. I mean, totally honest with you guys, I don't even know how long this wedding, <laughs> this marriage is going to last. And I very rarely ever say that, but it was just like these two, I mean, I just could not, you know, and on top of that, so the kids don't get along with the other parent. Yet the bride wanted to do a family first dance and basically have her and her new husband with her son and his daughter in together dancing. And I was like, oh gosh, that is not going to work. But all I do is make suggestions. Whether or not you take them as my client is totally up to you. She didn't. And we were at the rehearsal and luckily we did the rehearsal several days before the actual wedding. Usually a rehearsal is like the day before, but because of scheduling and stuff like that, we had to do it. It was about five days before and it was a hot mess. You guys, I'm not even going to lie. These two youngins, they were both four, I believe. And I mean, yelling and cursing and saying every word that they know they're not supposed to say because they did not want to dance. They did not, her son did not like him and his daughter did not like her. So I was like, well, what can we do that will incorporate the kids? The kids will enjoy it. And then maybe even keep them a little busy or occupied after the fact, right? This particular suggestion obviously requires you to be outdoors or somewhere where you can hang it because, you know, I suggested a pinata. Bear with me, bear with me. Now, Basically, you know what a pinata is. You get the pinata. It's like a hollowed out paper mache type situation of whatever shape, car, whatever the theme is. This one was wedding bells. And inside the pinata, I, I got little things for her, little things for him, meaning the kids, because I put little cars in there. I put little coloring books, you know, stuff that I honestly was able to find like at the dollar store or whatever, just to keep them occupied, just to give them something to do that nobody else had. And so um, we were able to tie, get the pinata up and going. And the four of them took turns swinging at the pinata. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the kids loved it. The bride and groom got a kick out of it because the kids were having fun. And then, of course, the whole family, you know, all of their guests and everything just thought it was such a cool idea. And then after the fact, the, they got to keep the fun little goodies that were inside the pinata. And I did stuff like, now obviously it depends on the size of the pinata, but I went to, like I said, the, just went to the dollar store and picked up different small, like, you know how you can get an assortment bag of candy? Got one of those. I got me an assortment of different little um, trinket toys. And literally it kept these two occupied for the majority of the night. Now, you know, if you have a four-year-old or have had a four-year-old, you know that it's not something that it's hard to keep them occupied all night, but there were so many different toys and options and candy and everything like that for them to, and I even got healthy stuff too. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't just candy. It was, you know, little bags of pretzels and things like that. And, um, but it kept them occupied and it enabled the bride and groom to really have a good time and enjoy their wedding, enjoy their guests and everything like that. So all in all, it was a great, great idea. 
My next idea is to have a friend or relative officiate your wedding. This idea came about because I had, which is also why I'm always looking for new vendors. I had uh, made arrangements. We even paid the efficient. Well, my client paid them and the efficient never showed. You know, usually the efficient is there about an hour before, maybe 30 minutes or so, but at least an hour before is what I prefer. Just in case you never know what's going to happen. You want them there on site just in case. Well, about you know, an hour and a half before, uh, it's about 30 minutes before the event, the efficient still hasn't showed. Turns out that pastor, I think it was a, I don't know if that's the right term, but the efficient had gotten into a car accident and wasn't able to let anybody know they weren't coming. So speaking from experience, because this is how I became an efficient, I was like, Hey, can your brother jump online right real quick and just be an efficient? Because yes, many people don't know, but if you're just going to officiate weddings, you can go online and there's certification that you can get. I think mine was like $25 or something like that. And I was able to become an efficient right then. And the cousin was able to, or the brother, excuse me, was able to go online. He paid $30, became an efficient and officiated the wedding. And it was like, you know, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Not to mention it gave it a little, it made it that much more special because instead of having in this particular case, somebody that was outside of the family, somebody that they had just hired, they were able to keep it all in the family, if you will, and utilize, um, you know, their friend as their efficient. So now the pictures are even, I mean, just imagine if your best friend officiated your wedding, how beautiful are those pictures? Am I right? Last but not least, because there's always got to be an exit I suggest the soul train exit. Now, first of all, if you're gen, if you're below Gen X, I don't, I think it's millennial. You have no clue what soul train is and that's fine. Let me just school you real quick. Soul train is a show used to come on back in the day in the eighties and nineties, a much like American bandstand, I think. And um, basically with Soul Train, there was, it was primarily black artists that would come on there singing and pretty much every, you know, well-known artist from the 90s had been on Soul Train. And um, they sing and perform, you know, the, the host would ask them some questions about their career, etc. And then at the end of each episode, the, every, all of the dancers or guests would form what's called the Soul Train line. And it was a line where everybody got, you know, everybody was in line. And they would be dancing. And I wish you could see me right now because I'm getting my groove on. I'm dancing like I'm in line. And then it, as you, you know, you're slowly waking your way to the front of the line. When you get to the front of the line, you get to do your thing going down the soul train line. And I'm sorry if it all of a sudden sounded like a little shaky or bumpy because um, I definitely because I definitely um, am doing my soul train dance down my soul train line in my studio as I'm recording. So I apologize. But yes, it was definitely um, something that was always good. You know, at every party, it ends up, especially when you got black people involved, we're doing the soul train line, we're doing the soul train line. So instead of doing like, you know, what what's popular right now is like the bubble exits and the sparkler exits and all this other stuff. Because let me tell you something, nine times out of 10, when you order those bubbles, 
those wedding bubbles, those specialty bubbles that come in the little bitty packets that you're only supposed to use at weddings. Most of the bubbles don't even work. I'm going to be honest with you. And then the sparklers, that is hella dangerous. You got all of these drunk people that are playing with fire and lighting sparklers, and then you're going to run underneath them. Nah, nah, it'll work, but just be careful. Hope you don't wear too much hairspray. The Soul Train line will really <laughs> make your exit go out with a bang. You guys will go out with a bang. Your people will be dancing and jamming. The DJ just has to play whatever song you want to go out to. You know, so just like you have a grand entrance, you also have a grand exit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd be cracking myself up. Anyways, that is the end of my show. Uh, my son just arrived coming from his first doctor's appointment. He's having a baby and they got the ultrasound. So I, I got to go. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that um, you'll remember to share with your friends. I really hope that this sounds good because I'm using this new mic. If it doesn't, let me know. But other than that, thanks for listening and we'll talk soon.